Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. If you would go to your neighbor today that really doesn't have a lot of background in church or Bible, they wouldn't understand this statement. But if you're a Christian, you understand this statement. Look at Jesus said it, John 10. The thief, Satan, comes only, say it with me, to steal, to kill, and destroy. Only. That's his plan. It's always been his plan. How can our knowledge about who Satan is prepare us to recognize who the Antichrist might be? Today, as Pastor Mark teaches listeners on the coming Antichrist, he will also note the characteristics of Satan. Why? Because the Antichrist is going to be a demon-possessed man controlled by Satan. The enemy is active in our world even today, deceiving the hearts of many, planting seeds of doubt and confusion. This is not the Lord's plan for your life. We know that Jesus has defeated the power of sin and Satan on the cross, that he will return to judge and destroy him one last time. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now here's Pastor Mark in the book of Daniel with part two of his message, The Coming Antichrist. When they see all of us gone, all these houses empty, all these things. Now, the Antichrist is going to have a reason for that, but it won't make any sense. Billions of people gone instantly to heaven. They're going to be wondering. And that, that person told me that there was a day coming when God was going to judge the world. Is this, is this the day? Is this really going to happen? And they're going to start searching. Now, you would hope they could get in and get our DVDs and Bibles and, and teachings and whatever, but you're going to see later the Antichrist is going to squash all of that. So all they have is their memories and the Holy Spirit witnessing to them. So many will become Christians during that tribulation. They'll accept Jesus Christ because they realize, uh-oh, this is bad. And I'll show you how that's going to look later. Now, when they become Christians, they're going to be faced with a horrible problem. Now watch verse 23. Go down to 20, verse 23. Vieira, Sebastian, those of you online. And he gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is the fourth kingdom. Again, that revived Roman Empire that will appear on earth. It will be different, watch, from all the other kingdoms and will devour, will rule, look at these next words, the whole earth, trampling it down and crushing it. Now, how in the world can the Antichrist accomplish what no other world leader in history has ever accomplished? 
Now, we've had many evil world leaders. Hitler, six million Jews killed. Lots of other people. Did Hitler rule the whole world? No. Rome, all these vicious people, Old Testament. Nobody ever ruled the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. How can that be? Well, Satan has a three-point plan. And I want you to write it down today because we already see this coming. He will achieve world domination by this plan. Watch this. Here's his plan. The Antichrist will put in place a one-world government. You don't have to worry about when, you, of course, we're not going to be here in heaven, but the world isn't going to go, well, what did, the, what did the Supreme Court write? Was it five to four? No, there is no five to four. It's a one-world government ruled by Satan and the Antichrist. It's a one-world economy. And I'll share with you what that looks like. It's, it's one kind of currency. It's for the world. And it's a one-world religion. Every other world religion will be gone. And what is that one world religion going to be? Worshiping Satan, the Antichrist. That's it. There's no other option. So that plan will happen. We see it in the book of Revelation. And, and that, the Bible says that will be a political, economic, and religious climate that will pave the way for the Antichrist. He'll control the whole world by promising basically unit, unity, prosperity, political stability. Remember, that's the goal of Satan. He wants that. Now, one of the things that will give you a picture of what that looks like is during the first three and a half years, it's kind of a peaceable time. It's deceptive because it's not true. It's deceptive. So what the Antichrist will do, we know from the book of Revelation that the Jewish people are going to rebuild a temple and they're going to start offering sacrifices again. Now, where in the world are they going to be real, rebuild the temple? Well, the temple's always been on the Temple Mount. But what's there now? Two Muslim mosques. Here's what most scholars believe, and we don't know exactly how it'll work out. But the Antichrist will work a deal between the Muslims and the Jews. How many know we've been trying that since day one? It's never worked. Doesn't matter who goes over to there. It doesn't work. But it will work this time. And you know, one of the key principles will be Jewish people, you get along with the Muslims. Muslim, you get along with the Jewish people. Because the Jews, you can build your temple. And on the Temple Mount, there'll be at least one brand new temple to worship God, the Jews. And they go, wow, this Antichrist, maybe he's the Christ. Wow, this is fantastic. We've never had this before. And you'll see later, during the second half of the tribulation, the Antichrist comes and puts a pig on the altar, sacrifices it, pig, anti-Jew, blood, anti-Jew, and demands, he sits down just like this, and he says to the Jewish people, I am your God. And the Jews go, uh-oh, we've been deceived again. And that's when the massacre of the Jews begins, because their eyes are open. See the deception? All of that comes from one world religion. Now, the other thing you see, you can take a look at it right here. Look at Revelation 13. This is the Antichrist, second half, tribulation. He required how many? Every, every person. 
small, great, rich, poor, free slave to be given a mark, mark of the beast, on the right hand of the forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. So here's what that looks like. The one world economy. Well, one world government, one world religion. The Antichrist is going to make sure that every single person worships him or die. Without this mark of the beast, we don't know what that's going to be. It could be on the forehead, could be in the hand. A lot of people believe it'll be a chip in you, unremovable. Once you take the mark of the beast, however that looks, whatever it is, your destiny is sealed to hell forever. It's not like, oh, I did that by, that was just kind of a thing. You know, I put this tattoo on it. I really like it. Now I like it removed. No, it won't happen. You're done. You're finished. It's over with. Hello? Convert or die. Well, Pastor Mark, what does that look like? So let's say you have three children and a baby. And, and you go to, you know, Publix or, or Aldi or, or uh, basically uh, Walmart. There's not many stores left. That's our choices today. You go to there, and you go to the door, and there's somebody at the door, or there's a scanner at the door. And the person says, well, scan your mark. Well, I don't have a mark. What, you don't have a mark? Well, who do you worship? Do you worship the Antichrist? Well, no, I don't worship the Antichrist. Well, I'm sorry. You can't come in. You can't buy any food. You can't buy anything. Impossible. Why? One world government. Now, what are you going to do? What are your kids going to do? Many will do what? They'll give in so that their kids can live. You see, it's going to be horrible. We have no idea what that looks like. Now, sometimes we misunderstand. Everything that Satan does, he tries to, to duplicate God. He knows there's a kingdom coming when God's going to be honored only. It was like it wasn't heaven. And so he tries to duplicate it. So let me give you a picture. We know what the Trinity is, the Holy Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I want you to write this down this morning. There is an unholy Trinity that you'll see all the way through the book of Daniel. The and really more revelation. The unholy Trinity is Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. And they're always trying to mimic God. So Satan is trying to be in God's place. The Antichrist is in Jesus' place. He wants to replace Jesus. Satan wants to replace God. And last, the false prophet wants to replace the Holy Spirit. In spite of this three-point plan, that's the way it's going to work. In spite of this three-point plan, during that tribulation time, millions of people after the rapture will get saved. Now, to do this, you already heard me say it. You've said it many times. They're going to have to take a bold stand. Some will be able to flee. We know that the Jews might flee to Petra. We don't know how that works. Some will not be killed. They'll just be able to, but very few of them. Most Christians who are going to make that stand and, and not refuse and, and refuse to worship the Antichrist will be persecuted. Most of them will be killed. It'll be a bold stand during those last three and a half years. In fact, when you read the book of Revelation, you'll see more people killed than you've ever seen in the world. Mass slaughters, Jews and Christians. In fact, the book of Revelation says 
two-thirds of the Jewish people will be killed in the last three and a half years because they refuse. They got so mad at themselves that they got deceived again. They refused to accept, to worship the Antichrist. Now, that shouldn't surprise any of us. You say, Pastor Mark, how come these people didn't know the, the real motive of Satan? Well, initially, they weren't Christians. If you would go to your neighbor today that really doesn't have a lot of background in church or Bible, they wouldn't understand this statement. But if you're a Christian, you understand this statement. Look at Jesus said it, John 10. The thief, Satan, comes only, say it with me, to steal, to kill, and destroy. Only. That's his plan. It's always been his plan. Unsaved people don't get it. They don't understand that at all because he's a great deceiver. He blinds the eyes of people that are seeking for truth. What opens the eyes? The truth of God. I can't open your eyes. You can't open your neighbor's eyes, but God can. And so this shouldn't surprise people that have have background in Bible, but it surprises our world. When they realize they can't buy food or clothing or medical care or anything They're going to have a tough choice. Now, look back at verse 24. The 10 horns are 10 kings, just explaining what we already did, who will come from this kingdom. After them, another king will arise, different than the early ones, and he will subdue the three kings. This is the Antichrist. He's going to rise up. He'll he'll rule all of those, the revived Roman Empire, and then the whole world. Watch this. Verse 25. He will speak against the Most High and oppress his saints and try to change the set times and laws of the whole world. The saints will be handed over to him, and this is why it's called the Great Tribulation, for a time, times, and a half a time, three and a half years, the last part of the tribulation, broken into two periods, seven years. The last half is called the Great Tribulation. Now, what does he mean? He's going to eliminate the previous laws. Well, most people believe he's going to eliminate morality. I'm not sure by the time we get there, there's anything to eliminate in our world, to be honest with you. We're just destroying it all, just destroying it all. Everyone that calls themselves Christian in our governments and all over the world, they they just go against 100% of the things in God's word. There's no way they're Christians. And morality is just going down the tube. But let me just share with you something. When it gets dark, Jesus is still the light of the world. So don't give up. Don't give up. Don't spend all your time trying to vote these people out or whatever. Let's just share the gospel with people that are lost. Jesus lived in the same time. The Romans controlled everything. We don't want to get political because the end result isn't politics. The end result is eternal life with Jesus Christ. So don't get so down in the dumps. But I want want you to see it's getting closer and closer and closer to the rapture because there's not much less health to give up. Now, how many of you think you could go to your local bookstore? You don't have a Bible because you don't buy, buy a Bible during the tribulation. How many think you're going to find one? No, the bookstores will be closed. Those that print the Bibles around the world, guess what's going to happen to them? Shut it down. You see, that's the way the Antichrist is going to rule. Now, he'll eliminate any worship except to him. Now, go back to verse 21, where you were. I want to pick this up there. As I watched, the horn was waging war against the saints and defeating them. As I watched... All the saints were being 
chopped their heads cut off. All the, he was defeating them. I want you to say these three words to your neighbor. Here we go. I'll repeat them twice to you. Until, but, and then. Until, but, and then. Say it to your neighbor. Turn to your neighbor. Until, but, and then. So Daniel has this picture. The Antichrist is, is defeating all the saints. He's at war with them. Until, look at verse 22. Until the Ancient of Days came and pronounced judgment in favor of the saints. We win! Hello! God says what? It's enough. Judgment is coming. And the time came when they possessed the kingdom. By the way, we're saints of the Most High God. If you can't get excited by that, Lord help you. I'll get a taser and get you going. <laughs> Many, 5.57 Antichrist. Okay. Look at verse 26. But the court will sit and his power will be taken away and completely destroyed forever. Satan's power, gone. Antichrist's power, gone. False prophet's power, gone. All gone. Finished. The one that controlled the whole world. Verse 27, then, what happens when all that happens? The sovereignty, power, and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven will be handed over to you, the saints. Is that amazing? See, we're going to rule and reign with him and the people of the most high. His kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom and all rulers will worship and obey the one true God. You see, it's going to be bad. It's going to be horrible. It's not good now, but there's a time coming until God says it's enough, but he comes and judges the world. Three, then we rule and wane with our sovereign God forever and ever and ever. And everybody said, amen. That's coming. Now, Daniel, he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand that. So here's this picture. Look at all this. Right, go, just go right to the end, eternity. That's where we'll be. There'll be a time until, but, and then. That's going to happen. All the rest of this stuff is going to happen. Now, when that takes place at the beginning of the millennium, we'll talk more about this next week. Satan will be put in the bottomless pit, basically for a thousand years, and all kinds of things will happen. He'll be released. And I'll develop that more next week. But here's what happens. During those thousand years of peace, people will have children. And those children will have to decide, do I serve God or do I serve Satan? Do I serve God or do I serve Satan? And Satan's released right at the end. And you know, the Bible tells us that millions of people, now think about this, they lived in paradise. No crime, no nothing, perfect. They lived in paradise for a thousand years. Can you imagine living in Hawaii for a thousand years? And at the end, who do they choose to worship? Satan. What? Whose goal is to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. That tells us the deceitfulness of man's heart. I don't want to worship God. Not interested in that. So it, it's a shocker to us. It isn't about the location. It's about the heart of men and women. Now, look at how Daniel responds to this dream. Now, look at me just for a second. Daniel's a Jew. 
What is he seeing? Look at verse 28. This is the end of the matter. I, Daniel, was deeply troubled by my thoughts, and my face, it turned pale. But I kept this matter to myself. He's over, basically overwhelmed by the vision because he's a Jew. What is he? He's in captivity now. He sees the next three governments, those kingdoms, Greece, Medo-Persia, and Rome. They're going to do what basically to more Jews than anything else? Rule them, beat them, kill them. And then what happens in the future? Seven years of the Antichrist. Basically against who initially? The Jews. And it's just disturbing to him. They're going to suffer this terrible persecution from beginning. See, Satan hates the Jewish people because where did the Messiah come from? The Jewish people. That's why he hates Jesus today. So he was grieved. You say, well, Pastor Mark, that's in the future. Yes. So what do we do now? Notice what Jesus says to his disciples as he's talking about the end times. Simple verse. Look at this. Watch out that no one deceives you. Bible says, even the very elect may be deceived by Satan. If you're here this morning and you're a Christian or a Christ follower on campus, and you say, I would never be deceived. You're already one step toward it. Satan's very wise. He knows how to deceive. Millions of people live around us and are deceived. Many people came to an altar. They asked God to come into their heart, but they never follow through. You ask him, where are you going when you die? I'm going to heaven. My friend, they're deceived. Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me. Let me tell you some other things. Here's, here's, here's our philosophy in our world. Total deception from Satan. Drugs will bring long-lasting euphoria. Alcohol will bring peace and deaden the pain. Sex outside of marriage will bring love and fulfillment and a new excitement. Money and possessions will bring happiness. There are many roads that lead to God in heaven. All those statements are deceptive. They're not true at all. You know, there's a lot of people who are deceived about Christianity. They said, I'm going to wait later to become a Christian. That's a huge mistake because the greatest lifestyle in all the world is serving Jesus Christ. And sometimes we're at fault because we're kind of a little, maybe sometimes gripey and not too excited. Okay, just put your smile on, would you? Let the joy of the Lord be our strength. Amen. In spite of what you're going through, it doesn't matter. Just let the joy of the Lord be a strength. And when you have a chance, make God look good with your life. The world needs to see that because all they see is this deception stuff. And so they, they, they do later. Let me give you an example of what that's going to look like. Many people say, I'm going to wait till later to accept Jesus Christ. Now, when you think about that, why is that a deceptive thing? Well, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. If you can't take a stand... If you can't take a stand for Jesus Christ now, what in the world do you think you're going to do in the tribulation? The prefix anti means against or to replace. Today we learned from Pastor Mark that the coming Antichrist will oppose God's authority to set up his own reign on earth. He will do this deceptively as he creates one government, one religion, and one economy for the entire world. Christ followers can know this is coming because we have the Word of God. How are you preparing yourself to defeat Satan's deception? Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. 
or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on today's date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. How did the people and the events of the Old Testament pave the way for the future? In the next edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will show listeners how Daniel's interpreted dream referred to two leaders that were to model the future Antichrist. Alexander and Antiochus used their power to oppose God, destroy many, and seek their own glory. Both, however, would die broken and foolish, as the scriptures predicted. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His Word made flesh in a herd.